welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Moralia Python Radio. Tonight, we are going to announce the 2017 calendar results. Um, first, I would say thank to everybody that uh, that submitted, and uh, you know, hopefully, your picture won. But uh, I think uh, I think they were pretty good. What did you think, Owen, about the ones that uh, won? I think I think they were great. I really liked <coughs> the ones that we kind of saw. Um, it was hard this year when it comes to stuff, um, especially Condros. That was oh man. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to do that one again. Like I don't let's not uh, ever do that again. Yeah, so. that was a tough one, man. There were so many nice animals in that. Uh, yeah, in that group, and, you know. Yeah, and I'm a little disappointed that we only had like one inland entry. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's that like one. Winter died by default. It's like, oh, all right then. So. And all my Bolins people uh, let me down, man. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, where had to come in and save the day. Yeah. So. No Keith, Keith, no Ari, no uh, Evan. I mean, Evan well, takes I thousands of pictures. I tagged. <laughs> I, I, I tagged Ari and Chad because somebody said something about there were no Bolins, so I tagged them both in it. And Ari said that because he won last year, he was going to kind of sit this one out. And mm. that's why Chad threw up a bunch of pictures. Okay. All right. Well, so. I guess that makes sense. But still, uh, I uh, yeah, I was happy with the with the with the results. I'll tell you what, the Darwin category was uh, was pretty was was pretty nice. Too. There were some some really really nice animals in that group. Um, but, I like the uh, wild type one. Yeah. I like the wild type one a little bit better. Than, yeah. Yeah, so uh we we had uh I hope I say his name right. Um uh, our good friend Woodercock. Uh he uh he helped us judge. Um he won last year with the Owen Pelly's Python. Um yes. Uh which was pretty awesome. And um that was the Morelia of the year. So uh it was oh, it was us no. us three. <laughs> That's right. The Morelia of the year gets to help us vote. Yes. Oh, what have we done? Oh no! Yeah. The, oh no! Sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, so we know who the Moralia of the Year is now. <laughs> uh, Shit. Uh, well, I take my vote back. Anyway. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, I was I was pretty happy with it. So so just so we'll go over the rules. Um, at the beginning here before we jump into it but all of the people that are selected uh will receive a free npr calendar um as soon as uh we get them get them cooking uh i'll be contacting you probably in the next week or so and trying to get your address or where you want it sent to and all that kind of stuff and um just get the uh get everything together as far as you know making sure everything's spelled right and all that kind of stuff um cuz i think last year i spelled some somebody's name you wrong did something <laughs> wrong yeah we yeah, screwed it up i really yeah. screwed it up so um but uh 
Yeah, it's it's cool. I, I mean, you know, I think we started this because uh, way back in um, the early days of MP, uh, they used to do a calendar, um, you know, that was just yeah. uh, from MP. They had like a calendar. I think it would just kind of happen. Somebody wanted to do a calendar, say, so toss of a thread, and everybody threw a bunch of pictures in, and they made a calendar for one year, and that was great. And then they tried to do it again another year, and I guess they didn't have – that many takers or they didn't get that many people to submit. So they kind of bagged it. And then I think that was shortly after we started. And then, so we picked it up after that. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, here we are. Uh, We've done it. What? Probably four. I don't think we had it the first year. No, I think it was a second year thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, and then uh, just like Owen said, uh, whoever wins the Moralia of the Year, uh, obviously they will come back in 2017. Uh, hopefully we'll do it a lot earlier, and um, we will uh, <laughs> have, calendars, have calendars at Tinley. Yeah, of course we that's said the that goal. Every year, yeah. Yeah, well, let's see. There's always You always have something to shoot for, right? So, uh mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I guess uh, anything going on with you before we, we jump into this? Anything you want to hit on? I know I we're going to hit on some topics afterwards, but. We're going to hit on some topics that will make some people cringe because I felt like so <laughs> people But, I don't know, I felt, I, yeah, I felt you guys aren't getting abused enough outside of the Morelia world. I should do some more in it. Anyway, but <laughs> what's going on over here is um, I, I'm just starting to really kind of start cooling down. I've been kind of lazy this year. I haven't really been – cooling anybody down, but uh, it's just starting to get to the point where it's going to start getting a little colder at nights, which is where yeah. I want to be. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to kick the brettles out of the room probably this weekend. I just need to sit down and figure out uh, how I'm going to run their cages in the side room. Uh, the computer system I had that I ran them on last year, uh, I didn't like, and I thought I picked up a nice one. I bought this cage and it came with a thermostat and I can't figure out how the hell it works and it looks like a piece of crap. So I thought I was good. Probably not so much. Mm. Um, and then after that, uh, my olive cages are cut. So they're going to start getting assembled and put together. And then once they're together, I'm going to put the olives together. So, and then there's now, the cage, the room's <clears throat> going to get rearranged. So do you think that you think, putting them in a new cage is going to affect their breeding at all? Are you worried about that? Maybe a little bit, you know, I'm a little, uh, but they didn't really show any signs of wanting to breed last year. So mm-hmm. maybe mixing it up a little bit and chucking them in a cage might work. Um, my Mac is going to shed any day now. So I'm going to hold on to his shed and like save it. Um, and then there's the December Hamburg coming up. Uh-huh. I got to drop a line to Eric Kohler and ask him that if any of his olive python boys shed, that I want the shed so that I can uh, try to get my male enticed without having to go out and get another male olive python. <laughs> That's cool. So, yeah, I, what's going to be your approach with them? Are they ones that you are going to put together and just leave them together, or do you cool them down and then introduce when you're warming up? I'm going to put them together and leave them together. I'm doing that with the white lips, the 
Womas, uh, one pair of Coastals, and oh, the Dominican Red Mountain Boa. God damn it. Oh, and one pair of Brettle. I'm going to let one pair. I'm going to let one pair of Brettle win through with each other. The reason I did that is because um, I don't have that many side room cages for the bread lie, and I have three. So uh-huh. the, the, the proven pair are going to win through together because they've done that before, and that resulted in babies. Last year they did not. I didn't get any, so fuck it. Um, olives are going to win through together because I like that idea. Uh, Woma's just because I'm short on cages right now, and they I purchased them together. Then we can rent about and boa, just chuck them together because I have no idea when they breed, how they breed. Apparently, they breed now. So, okay. Um, <laughs> there we go. So, there's that. Um, and then I have no idea what's uh, – everybody else, I think, is going to get paired up probably around Valentine's Day. I so, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we'll go a little right. bit later. Yeah, I, I – I mean, uh, I'm like, I can't be like, how about you? Because you're not doing shit. So like, I, I, I know this. my, I know my females are probably like some of my proven females. They're like really freaking aggressive Big, right? uh, yeah. for food, you know? So I think they can tell, um, I think they can tell that, you... Uh, you know, that, that the chain, I mean, cause it's getting, I'm getting frost here. It's like 30 degrees yeah. at night, you know? So, yeah. Are your, are your boys cruising yet? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get, I, I you know, I look at it and I'm like, I guess I could breed, but I still think I'm going to just sit it out. I just want to get the, the room dialed in and it's coming, it's coming along really good. Uh, I'm really happy. I got those uh, racks and stuff from uh, Matt. Uh, which was mm-hmm. uh, which was a nice addition. Um, so basically, they're like animal plastic racks, and you can turn the. It's either a 15 quart, you can have two, or you can have a 32 quart. Um, yeah. Uh, with one, you know. Um, so they're working mm-hmm. out well. Um, they're real nice for like uh, females that aren't quite there, and you know, adult males fit perfect in the type of thing for me. Um, uh, <laughs> probably That's not good. for most, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm real happy with, uh, with them. And, um, you know, just like I said, just dialing in the room, I got a lot more, uh, caging and racks and, and equipment stuff that, that I want to buy. Um, you know, this year I, I said, I was showing you a picture earlier. Um, this year I talked about, um, the year that I purchased jungles, um, because yeah. I needed to up my jungle game. And I think I, I think as the year comes to a close, I did pretty well. Um, I got some headhunter stuff. Uh, I got some Turner <clears throat> jungles. I got some uh, highlighter stuff, a pair of highlighters. Um, what else? Uh, I got that real nice uh, one from Andrew Paris, uh, mm-hmm. from his uh, Layla girl. Um so yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy. Um good with, uh with the group. So Sorry, I have to uh take pictures and get stuff moving and get stuff for sale because there's a few snakes that I want and I need money. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I have all the I have all the camera stuff set up and I'm like, 
yeah, let's take some pictures. And then I'm like, battery's dead. I'm like, God damn it. So, and of course, today's a show night. So I only had a very limited amount of time between when I got home from work to, you know, uh, when we got to get ready for the show. So I have to pause. So pictures will be happening tomorrow, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I still got to find the spot where I'm going to set that up. You know, like I want to have it set up and ready to go so that I don't have to like pull it, take it down, put it up, take it down, put it up. You know what I mean? Just have yeah. it ready to rock. So just have it ready to roll. Somebody says you just plop them in and take a picture or go. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's ideal. So, I, need a, I need a new light tent. Mine's getting holes in it and starting to get kind of discolored and a little weathered. So I think it's about time for that. I've had it for – I think seven years, eight years or so. Wow. Um, yeah, I beat the hell out of it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, light tent is very important if you want to take uh, some nice pictures for sure. Uh, I would definitely recommend. You can go on Amazon. I I think the one I have is like, I think it was like 40 bucks maybe. And uh, yeah, it was well worth, uh, well worth well worth it for sure but uh but yeah i guess uh let's get into this and get this going and get some Speaking results of out pictures, there yeah. yeah so, so are you going to post them up as we go in the chat and on uh Marlia python radio facebook page right yes and then uh at okay. the end of the night i'll have them all uh posted over on the website moreliapythonradio.com uh, I should mention because cool. I got a lot of people that constantly ask me where where is this chat. So we have a chat that goes on and it's on Facebook. Uh, basically, it's just a group. I don't even know how many people are in it. There's got to be a lot of people in it by now. Um, but uh, when we're posting up pics and talking about stuff and people are sharing stuff, um, uh, that's where those pictures are going. A lot of times we'll transfer some of those pics over to um, the Facebook page. But we also like to make it like a little elite group type of deal. So if you want to get involved, you don't have to be anybody or anything or do anything special. Um, if you want to see what's going on, just send me a PM on Facebook or send Owen one and we'll add you in. No problem. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right. So let's let's do this. Um, the first category, of course, is my favorite. IJs. <laughs> IJs. <laughs> So we had <laughs> we had quite a number of uh quite a number of pictures uh submitted, uh some nice shots uh, as far as IJs go. But uh I don't know how you want to do this. You just want to read off the winner and call it a day or uh, let's forget how we do this. I think we usually just read off the winner and call it a day and then we talk about why we picked the winner. Um so the winner is a snake. Um <laughs> Hold on, I got a family. <laughs> Terry Terry said that the uh the chat is for high end NPR listeners. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> play into his bullshit. I like it. I mean <clears throat> God. I like anyway, it. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, that is true. So the I will drink the IJ it. category is an IJ. Yes. So there you go. All right, so um, just throw it up there. Okay. Toss it in. What the hell is it? It is the exanic granite. I mean, when it comes to IJ's morphs or whatever, 
and it just comes to carpet morphs. Um, this one is pretty much the cream of the crop, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, and we've, and we've talked about Xanax before you and I go back and forth. I have a love affair with coastals and you are wrong. So, um, the problem (laughs) is that that's good. Thank you. Um, the, the thing is that when it comes to Xanax and IJ, Xanax, E&IJ, pure Xanax, seems to be brighter than the coastal Xanax. And having a pattern like a granite mixed in there just makes it even better. And I kind of like how the animal itself just pops up off of this kind of, I don't know, fallish, October-y background we got going on there in the back. So right. it really looks really, really cool. Um, and uh, kind of makes you want Xanax granites. Um, that's pretty much all we're going to do that. Um What's the, uh, you got to put down, who, whose animal is that? You have that listed on there? Yes, it's uh, Raphael Dahls. Um, I think he was, uh, he's the first guy that, um, damn it, no Imbricata for me, I know. Son of a bitch. I was very upset about that, by the way. You um, should have entered the Imbricata in the coastal thing. And, it, again, what the hell, people? Yes. All right, so, again, that that's just a stunning animal. Uh, one of my favorite morphs, for sure, when it comes to uh, to carpets. Um, but uh, a lot of lot of cool results in there. Next one up. There were even, the, there were even some good-looking wild-type IJs in there, and that, 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 they have to be very pretty for me to say that. So. <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, it is. Next one. one. Of the, one yeah, one – as far as IJs go, one of my favorites was the uh, Tony uh, Tony Derrer. Um He put up – I probably butchered that. I, uh, by the way, just say at the beginning of this, I am horrible, horrible <laughs> with names. So if I butcher your so, name, I apologize. Um, but, but just because someone as high-end as Eric has now attempted to pronounce your name, if he got it wrong – he didn't get it wrong. That is how you now <laughs> need to pronounce your name for the rest of your life. He yeah. corrected it for you. You're welcome. He had a uh, he had a cool picture of uh, uh, an IJ maternally incubating uh, eggs, and they were that hatching out. That is something that gets you. Yeah. See, the problem is, I believe some people are entering in and they're trying to play us. So, like, they try to get you with the maternally incubating animals and. The maternal incubating IJ, that was like, I don't surprise you didn't, like, go directly for that one. You might have. You just may have gotten outvoted. But um, it's like, for me, when we get to the et cetera, there was, like, a bunch of white lips. I'm like, oh, I see. So then I got outvoted and et cetera. But anyway. Um, <laughs> see, yeah, Tony, I, I butchered your name. I'm sorry. But I'm throwing yeah. up his picture anyway yeah. so you guys can see it. Um, I thought it was a cool shot. Definitely, uh, definitely a cool shot. I mean, that's we hard to beat. We do love mom on eggs. Mm. Yes. Yeah, All right. The exanic granite did. So, next one. <laughs> Jungles. Yes. Jungles is next? Okay. Jungles, Jungles I, it is. That's what I'm, I'm just going off of what we did earlier. Are you mixing okay. it up on me? Hmm. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't you confuse me. Yes. All right. So, Jungles... Um, it was. Let me get this together here. 
Uh, I thought Darwin's were next, but that's so be it. I don't All know. Right, so, you want to do Darwin? <laughs> uh, jungles. There was uh, there was a couple really nice uh, jungles. Um, there were uh, some really good shots, um, but the winner is J Rod's J Rod Manley. His Larkin female, which. I don't know. Is that a line or I, I've never heard I that. Thought he Maybe said that's just was, the name of his animal. Black. I don't know. I thought he said it was a black line or did I misread somebody else's crap? But possibly. Ah. It's a jungle. <laughs> so But uh um it's a very good looking jungle. Yeah. I think one of the cool things about carpets and uh mm-hmm. just my opinion uh, but uh, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the big bulky head, um, mm-hmm. and this shot, uh, Larkin is her name. Thanks, thanks. Aha, thank you. I kind of, I, <laughs> I kind of thought so, but I wasn't sure. Um, let me put this up on the Facebook page. I will talk while you do that. It's yes. a classic jungle with like the, you sold it. Oh, you idiot. You I mean, sold that uh, jungle? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Loser! Wow! Oh, you got, <clears throat> you got chondro fever sucks. bad, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got anyway, it bad. Anyway, we thoroughly just beat up on him for a minute. Um, oh, so poor guy. It's a classic. Yeah, no, it's, it's a classic jungle. Great yellow, deep dark black. It's got that smiley face kind of thing that we see on a lot of jungles head pattern. And that that big bulky head, she's going to be a fantastic animal to mix into whatever the hell jungle project he wants. So she's a good looking jungle. I think uh, just in the head alone. um, So Mm -hmm. I think the thing that I really dig is the yellow and then the black. I mean, I say this a lot on the show, but uh, for me, jungles, really the black. I mean, that black on the head is so freaking clean. And the other Dark, thing I like, I mean, and this is kind of like what I like about like Bolin's pythons and stuff, but if I can get it in mm-hmm. a carpet, I'm much happier. Um, sorry, Bolin's peeps. Uh, the the little black, <laughs> the little black um, like markings that are the, on the, the lip. The triangles around the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's badass, man. Again, well, this is why. Con- nothing beats the contrast of a fucking jungle carpet python. Because yes. you have that bright yellow next to deep dark black. Done. This is why next year at Tinley Park yes. we have to yes. bring adults because that's I I'm a, I agree I completely yes. agree. We will bring yes. adult carpets and we will have not for sale stickers on everything. So, I tell you what I tell you what I am yeah. bringing to Tinley Park my reduced pattern what? diamond python. Mm. Yes. That'll get people turning. Yeah, look, Evan, there's a full shot of her. Holy That's shit, dude. What are you doing? Chondro fever strikes again, man. Is, is that what happened? Did you get <laughs> yeah, he's like crazy. Poor decisions? <laughs> yes. You That's know who I blame for this? I blame Bill Steagle. Yeah. I don't know why, oh, but I'm Bill. blaming him. <laughs> so. Always Bill's fault. Yeah, All right. Always Bill's fault. Next up, anyway, what do we got next? Uh, I got Coastals next. Which Coastals. Is, well, oh, 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 I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> yes, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, there was um, 
it was before he got the fever. Okay. Um, so you just so you have no excuse. You have no yeah. excuse then. It was before was, the fever. You have no excuse. Stop talking. <laughs> You're not helping yourself. Yes. There was uh there was a lot of cool coastals. Uh at first we didn't get a whole lot, but uh then all of a sudden they no, started coming was, in. Yeah. And this you know, pushing <sighs> me even further and further towards the you know I need these in my collection, like I, kind of thing. I can't believe don't, that don't, someone don't don't. I I know, I know, I, I know. I just can't I've outlasted it. Nick this long. I've outlasted him this long, and I have to call him at some point soon. And I know yeah. it's coming, and I know I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. So, okay. Anyway, so... the winner of the Coastals is the Brisbane picture, yeah. the Brisbane Coastal. That's uh, that's and, our buddy uh, Austin Warwick in um, yep. down there in Texas. Um, yep. I think the thing I like about this shot in particular – is uh, the oh, iridescence? There it is. I, I, that, that that's what sold me. It's a dark carpet, but it's got this kick-ass iridescence, and yeah. it's almost like this this dark kind of blacks and purples. And I mean, oh my god! Yeah, very nice. Of a coastal. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm gonna post it up on the Facebook page. So when. Keep on going, uh, coastal, so and it's a Brisbane. Thing. I know that's one thing. It's like it, it, I got. I don't. It was it, this, and then the Rockhampton that was in there was also gorgeous. So it's like locality coastals. I know not a lot have really been done with these guys too much, but the, the potential is there to really get some good looking animals out of some locality breedings of coastal. So yeah, I like that one. Yeah. That was that was really nice. Um, all right, next one. Should we do Darwin's next? I guess Darwin's. This is such a weird picture. <laughs> <sighs> so, have you ever thought about um, what would be, uh, you know, if you're into albino Darwin's, uh, I guess this would be uh, a dream come true for you. But uh, here you go. <laughs> um, the field of carpet python. You know, so Jesus Christ. This is uh, from a guy. He's not on Facebook. Um, his name is uh, his name is Mick, um, and uh, he has selectively bred uh, albino Darwin's. Uh, you know. Well, I should say this. For one of the cool things about doing this show is that uh, I mm-hmm. get to see some stuff that maybe other people don't necessarily get to see. Um, and uh, somehow people seem to uh, hunt us down and find us out. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll share stuff with us, which is totally awesome, and I love it. Um, but uh, some of the stuff that uh, Mick is doing is, uh, it's amazing when it comes to selective breeding. He keeps me happy uh, with the future uh, to think that some of the stuff we could do. I mean, he has ones that are like uh, what he calls sun glows and uh, stripes and oscillates mm-hmm. and, and all pure Darwin. So uh, really, really cool stuff. So congratulations to him. What do you think? I think that's a lot of albinos in one place. Um <laughs> 
It's like, it's like, how did you get them all in one area and then quick take a picture? It's ridiculous. So, but there, and the problem is, is that looking at that picture, it's like a close up of a close up of each individual snake could have probably won the Darwin thing. Having them all in one picture, though, it's just it's craziness. So there was another one. Uh, the another one that he sent that I'll share was just um, an adult with a baby, and, and the a, difference and between a, what juvenile. And the difference or, in the selective breeding that he's going. So you can see the difference yeah. between the really white and then the, the really, I guess that's a sun glow. But, uh, I guess. So, well, awesome stuff. They're gorgeous. And I've had, I've had numerous, I've had a few people um, who uh, actually were, were into snakes and got out or whatever the hell. But they've, people who've seen albino animals come across uh, all the forms from like boa, berm, to retics, and they always keep telling me that out of all the albino snakes, they, they really enjoy the albino carpet pythons the most because they have a lot more color and contrast to them than other albinos. So oh, and to yeah. see that where you've obviously added even more, it's ridiculous. So, Yeah. You know, do, do you remember – this is crazy. We take it for granted now, but do you remember back in like 2008, 2007, yep. like the idea of having an albino carpet? You remember how like was crazy ridiculous. of an idea that was, was never you know? going to happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, I was, was like it was one of those No. The first time I purchased I purchased the one that I've used for my uh tiger um which is a cross yeah. um uh, but my t- uh, uh, tiger's had albino. That was the first albino I got and I got that from Paul and I'll never forget when Nick sent that to me and I opened it up and it was a proven breeder adult. So, um, yeah, I was just, I couldn't believe that I actually had an albino carpet Python. It was just, you know, and now everybody, like I said, they take it for granted and it's just such a beautiful animal. Oh, but, I, uh, I, I did the same thing when I got the box from Nick that had a uh, ghost in it. I'm like, Oh, cause it was one of those, I called for the exanic and then he talked me into the albino. And it was one of those, I didn't really need an albino, but I always wanted an albino. And it was really easy to talk me into it. So, right. yeah. Anyway. Very cool. All right. What's up next? Which one we got next? I got diamonds next. Diamonds. So, a lot of cool shots of diamonds. Uh, diamonds are... Um... <laughs> I think we've had a reduced pattern diamond as the diamond winner for like every single year we've had the calendar. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a nice curve to not have a reduced pattern diamond as the winner. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Yeah. We still um, love you. So, yeah. um, but this, this one animal, this one picture, it, it just really kind of said the, uh, uh, the nice way to kind of have the uh, you, you were crashing your car. That's why you're late here. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, I can stop reading things anyway. Uh, I was wondering why you stopped. Having, you never stopped. Uh, what the hell? I'm sorry. <laughs> it popped up. Um, it was really nice having a nice contrast of an animal that shifted more towards not the brighter side of diamonds, but the really really 
darker side, like a lot more black on that. And it kind of reminded me of a lot of the pictures we see from some of our friends in Australia who are, who are catching wild diamonds. It's like almost like right. this is almost the epitome of what a wild diamond would look like. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a big fan of this look. Black and white diamonds, I think, are. Are, uh, are the shit. Um, this is yeah. uh, from Eugene um, Morelia. Um, he's, I'm pretty sure he's from South Africa. And uh, that can't be his real name. So, um, <laughs> no, it's not. Just, we're gonna go I with just that. don't, his <laughs> last name is on Facebook. Yeah, I should know it because I've sent him uh, a whole bunch. He, he also has a, a really nice black uh, IJ, and that's how I got to know him. Yeah. And uh, he's a fan of the show. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to post it up like, now. That, the, 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 the having that darkness is crazy. It's almost like if that were to be a diamond in your collection wouldn't you build a project around that thing to go the opposite of what you would do with any other diamond on the planet? It's like every yes. other diamond, I want to go more yellow brightness. This thing rolls into my collection. I want to try to find the darkest diamond I can to go the opposite direction. So he's killer. Uh, whatever. I mean, that he or she, that is an awesome animal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy with, uh, with that one. Uh, very, very nice for sure. <clears throat> I mean, there have been I can't I can't remember the guy's name, but I remember it on MP and he had I think his name was Steve Os I Oswald maybe. But anyway, he had an all black diamond. Um it was mm. really wild looking. Uh he was down yeah. in Australia. I wonder whatever happened with that, but uh Yeah, that would be cool to find out. I mean that again again. I've always wanted a jet black carpet python. I don't know why, but I do. Yes. That's why I was extremely excited for the spray painted carpets that were the Panthers. Um, <laughs> that's why, That's why. unfortunately, if you do prove out the poison ivy stuff, I'm going to have to buy into it because I want a jet black carpet python. But you can feel free to, you, you feel, you can feel safe to sell to me. It will never reproduce in my house. So, <laughs> yeah. Don't that's worry true. about me like torpedoing your project. Oh yeah. So that's that's good to know. Um, yeah. So all right. So we got up next. What inlands? Yep, inlands. Well, this one, he uh, the only he inland by... that was entered. So, yes. <laughs> one by default. It's Let's a good looking animal and a great looking picture, but yeah, inlands one are by default. That's Andreas. Um, so he won by default, um, but uh, so hard to photograph inlands. Um, yeah, correctly. Look at that bluish silver kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very very nice animal. That red that comes out. I'm really a big fan mm -hmm. of that. Um, but uh, I've been tempted numerous times, but somehow I've resisted them. You still don't have inlands, huh? Don't yeah. have inlands. I keep waiting for this guy I know. This guy yeah. I know has inlands and keeps telling me not to buy inlands because he'll eventually produce inlands. I keep waiting. I will. Next waiting year. Waiting for that guy. Okay. <clears throat> yep. So I will correct that problem next year. Okay. So. Fair enough. <laughs> All, All right. right. <laughs> next up, we want to go Bolins. where we want to go. Bolins. All right. I got so, Bolins. Bolins. 
well, this is easy because there's only one guy that entered the contest. So it's Chad. Yeah, it's but just he a had matter like eight pictures. <laughs> yeah. <one. laughs> we went with yeah. the uh, the the together shot. Yeah, that's a pretty cool picture. See, Isn't see what I'm talking about? Like, with with the stripes on the on the on with the with the stripes uh, on the face. Yeah, I got you. But see, in that picture, it's like everybody's like, "Are they breeding?" It's like that's the picture. You're like, "Oh my god." I hope they're breeding in the part that we don't see. So it's like, I love pictures like that where they're like together. So, um, cause you know, Chad didn't just throw them together for kicks. They're there with a purpose. So hopefully he gets success and the calendar pictured pair. <laughs> so I lost you for a minute. I'm right here. You there? Okay. Um, oh, that yeah. was weird. That was weird. Continue talking. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So we got uh, Bowens. What? I don't even know what you said because all of a sudden it just went blank for me. But uh, all right. I said that it looked cool and that there were two of them, and then a lot, oh, okay. much a lot of <laughs> stuff like that. So okay, Chad Gray, Bowens. Yeah. Way to go, Chad. Uh, let me post that up over on the Facebook page, and we will continue yeah. on. Um, Moving on. Even though. Even though Bolins are technically not Morelia anymore, we still do give them love. We still count them. They were when yeah. we started. So, Once Imbricata um, makes it over here, though, Bolins are out. <laughs> Bolins are out. Sorry. Kick you can put the them curb. in the et cetera part. <laughs> no, nah, just. But kidding. God, what happens if they kick? Um, what if they kick? Uh, freaking, um, Condros and Ruffy's out. What do we do then? Yeah. Oh man, and the carpet calendar. Then what? Oh man! Oh God! Well, uh, <laughs> part of this. we'll just have to put right. in the et cetera part. Um, now nah, we have always to. have love for those. Let's see. We uh, what do you want to do next? You want to go Condro Breadlie? Breadlie. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's go Breadlie. Then we'll do Condro. Okay. So Breadlie. Uh, again, a lot of cool shots. Um. But uh, this one was by far my favorite, uh, and obviously yeah. it was everybody else's favorite as well because this was uh, pretty much across the board agreed. Uh, this one is <clears throat> Casey's Stonewash, Casey Cannon, his Stonewash. Um, I guess it was pretty much an adult, I would imagine. But uh, it's just so. a cool shot, man. Outside, the leaves. No, it, uh, it, it, I mean, being outside is like – uh, it, it's, it's like it's a crack to a bread lie. It just makes them look ten times better, regardless of even if it's a stunning animal already. You put that thing in the sun, it blows you out of the water. So it's a great picture of that animal from Casey. So yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, I, definitely happy with that shot. Um, <clears throat> let's see. You know, in the stone washed. Uh, you know, imagine when you're adding some hypo into that and. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yeah, we got We were supposed to have Casey on here to talk about bread lie, because um, uh, I don't think do they that. get it. We don't get enough love for bread lie. I love those guys, and uh, very underrated species in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny when when we were at Tinley both years, it seemed like a lot of people were looking for them, and yeah. Not a lot of people have yeah. them. 
I, I really hated the fact that I did not have any bread lie on the table this year. It was really pissing me off for pretty much all year to the point where uh, they're going to be making me some bread lie babies. They don't know it yet, but uh, no, it's not going to be an option here. So uh, uh, Yeah, right? I'm getting some bread lie babies. <laughs> so, so next up is Condros? Yeah, let's just get it over with, and we'll give it to him, and we can move on. Um, <laughs> Man, there, there were so many Condro shots. It was Holy ridiculous. Shit. There were yellows and greens and yellows and blacks, and oh my, even just really good green ones. I mean, there were a ton of really interesting shots, a ton of different stuff. It was insane. But the one animal... That stuck. That stood out beyond all others. It's sick. <laughs> the, it, 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 you have to just classify it as a, the sickest thing you've ever seen, and it even has the name that, and that is the sickness, which is by Bill Stegall. I mean that. I've Dude, shown that, that animal to people. Freaking crazy! I know. That's <laughs> thing. I've shown that animal to people who, like have nothing to do with snakes. They see him, and they're like, holy crap, that thing is gorgeous. So, obviously, obviously, the sickness has to be in for Condro. I mean, holy balls. (laughs) So, Yeah, that's um, when, um, you know, I'm kind of a locality type of guy, but holy shit, when I see an animal like that... (laughs) I'm just like, you know what? (laughs) All right. There might be something to this. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on one sec. Holding. I don't know where Eric's going. He's doing things. So, or is he doing something audio-wise? Or did the pizza guy come? Either way, it is one of the best chondros we've seen. So, uh, obviously, it gets it. Obviously, that's like a no freaking brainer. And I think everybody who's even remotely into Condros is waiting for Bill to repeat the pairing. And they're also waiting for um, they're also waiting for uh, Bill to breed sickness to whatever the hell he wants to breed it to. Um, I keep wanting to send him my only green tree python female to breed it to sickness just because. Um, Yes, I did say outside pictures. No tub shots allowed in the calendar. Come That's on right. now. We're, <clears throat> we're a fancy operation here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, don't, I don't know what you can, else you can say about that animal. I mean, you know, there was a couple other ones that um, I think we should probably do some honorable mentions, huh, for uh, yeah, Chondros. Yeah, yeah, what, was the, what was the yellow and black one that was um, – <clears throat> in there that thing was sick looking too and it's just because i dig the contrast there was uh <clears throat> there was a yellow and green from uh eddie appeal uh um, yeah are you talking about that um one from pedro it's like uh yeah uh, let me see what? oh geez see now that's that's really cool but that's him in the tub but holy crap the one from so Buddy. Bill posted up a, yeah, the one from Buddy was killer. So one from Dave. Um Matt Morris's stuff. 
That was mm-hmm. really nice. I'm going to post these all up real quick uh, now that I yeah, – Oh, ahead. man, look at that shot. I know. <laughs> Bill just posted up another picture of the sickness, and it's of his side of his head. It's, like, even freaking better. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the one right. that was hatching out that was the baby, I thought that was a cool yes. shot. Um, I love that picture. Like, there was – I almost um, – I, I, we do love baby pictures. We do love all that stuff. Again, it's just somehow – the sickness with all his blacks and blues and other colors, it just kind of blows everybody away. But yeah, all those animals right there, I was stuck between at least those six animals. It was ridiculous. Good job, Condro people. You made it really difficult. <laughs> so Yes. Yeah, the seems like the Condro people uh, pulled it out this year. The carpet people kind of slacked off. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little pissed at you guys. <laughs> nah, we still get to the etc. Really pissed about that, but we'll uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, where the hell's the sickness? There yeah, it is. You right. probably have enough material to make a completely all chondro calendar. If only there was a radio show that also did, you know, I don't know, Green Tree Python stuff that would want to do a calendar of their own. There is such show. Uh, there is yeah. such a show. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Holy show. crap! They could no do kidding. that. And all they That's talk weird. about is condors. <laughs> I know. You should call those guys. So. Yeah. Um, don't do it because then people won't buy our calendar. So, no, don't <laughs> do it. <laughs> I take it back. Don't touch it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Well, going to do it. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think, no, I think in all honesty, uh, I think MVF, the MVF, Morelia Viridis Forum, uh, what they do yeah. is every year they put together a con- uh, calendar uh, for uh, Condro specific, and I think all proceeds from that calendar go to uh, running the MVF. So I would definitely yeah. go over and check that out if you if you're if you're a Condro fanatic. There's no reason, man. There's plenty of rooms to have calendars. You can have one at work. You can have one in your snake room. You got the you know the 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 Multiple Morelia Viridis uh, calendar, the NPR calendar. So it's all good. No worries. All right. Next up, Rough Scales, Owen's yes. favorite. Yes. Um, there was a, there was a really uh, uh, quite a few cool, cool shots. Um, there were, but this one just killed it. And, oh, and this must drive you insane, the fact that you can't post up in the rough scale category. Yeah. <laughs> he gets mad. It does. I I do. <laughs> so, but uh, this is the pinnacle of if anybody who's owned ruffies or seen ruffies, these are how they look at you. I mean, and this is how they droop their heads down, they show you the top of their head, they got that those steely eyes and it is just a perfect shot of a rough scale, in my opinion. And it, it's, it's got all the kind of contrast from the lighting. It is just a gorgeous, gorgeous shot. Um, and you really can't do much better. You see the big head shield. It's gorgeous. Love it. Yeah, I think, I think for me, uh, one, of the, one of the cool things about rough scales is that big, huge head shield. Um, yeah. And their eyes. Um, and this just, and 
obviously the rough scales, the bump, you know, the bumps and the, uh, it, I, you can look I, at this it, and you can kind of see I, that, I, right? I, I love the colors. Yeah. I mean, I love the colors and all the rough scales, but it's just a lot of it for me focuses in and around their eyes. And, and I know that their eyes are not any different than any others and the colors of that, but something about their eyes and just how they use them and, you know, the, the, the kind of gray the color that comes in with them is what does it for me. So having that with that kind of grayish kind of uh, blue eye with the, you see the contrast of the tan and the brown, just totally perfect shot. Love it. I would have 20 of these things, or I will have 20 of these things. Not selling babies I produce. Forget you guys. So, um, which which surprises me because you usually don't like like earth tone snakes, you know? I don't like your earth tone snakes. I like earth tone <laughs> snakes. I don't like your oh, okay. earth tone snakes. Okay. All right. So, Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Just two <touche>. Wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> uh, classic. All right. Next classic. up, what do we got next? What do we got next? What's the next uh, category? I got morphs. The morphs. The morph category. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, there was some Another cool one shots here. Really kind of lacking, in my opinion. There was a lot of jungle jags. Yeah. Now I understand some people submitted their animal for like the jungle or the coastal, but then didn't also put down that you were submitting it for the morph. So it didn't technically count as part of the morph category. So yeah, some some died. people did. <laughs> some people did. Some people didn't. But you know, um, I don't know. I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, it was uh, there was quite a few jungle jags, which are beautiful animals, no doubt. They are. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. I was looking for like uh, albino zebra jags, uh, exanic granite jags, uh, you know, caramel granites. You know, some of the crazy stuff. I don't know. Moon glows, snows, stuff like that. But no, nope. yeah, I think didn't happen. I think uh I think we got some cool shots though. Um uh, and I think the one that won uh I was pretty happy with. Um Yeah. It's from uh Thomas O'Kane. Um and it is his um Super Zebra. Super Zebra. Yeah. From Psychotic Exotics. So let me get the picture and I'll post it up. Okay. Um <clears throat> very I thought the uh just the idea of the picture was was pretty cool. Um it was really nice clean super zebra and it's kind of like we don't see that many older super zebras pictured. So yes. it was really nice to kind of see one that is obviously on the older side um and you really get the full bright yellow patternless animal there. So that's really kind of killer. So, yep, I'll post that over in a thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know we've talked about it on the show before, but the idea of making a super that's uh, bright yellow and, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, that's one of the nicer ones that I've seen. And uh, I dig the uh, naturalistic type setup type of deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was cool. So, nice shot, Thomas. Um, all right. Now, what do we got? The et cetera category. Et cetera. <laughs> and no, it's not a Royal Python. <laughs> Thank God. 
I would quit uh, immediately. <laughs> but, but. It's close uh, enough. It's pretty close. And I'm trying to, I'm uh, looking up whose name it was. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Um, no. 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 Oh. No. Not that <laughs> there one, it is. No. Got it. Uh, Vincent. Uh, let's see. Select. Okay. Vincent uh, Gabrielle. Um, he posted up this picture and golem pythons. Definitely uh, another one that's a uh, underrated species. I think um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the pair that I have. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm surprised you don't like them. Although they are a bumpy ball python. But... The bumpy ball python. <laughs> just because it, they're just not just a bumpy ball I like python. The bumpy chondros that I I would like the bumpy ball python. I do when not do like not. the bumpy ball python. No. So fair enough. I will admit that they're odd and that people kind of like them, but they don't do anything for me. So yeah, yeah they're just bumpy ball pythons in the calendar. Yes. So that's cool. <clears throat> all right. So now, Morelia so now, of the year. So I'm just all curious. The winners. Yes. I'm just curious what the fans think over there in the chat of who they would have picked for Morelia who of the year. They would have picked for Morelia of the year out of all the winners of every single category. I know who oh. we. I know who we picked. I know who we picked. I know who we picked. Yeah. I don't see anybody. Uh, all right. I'll ask. Who would you pick for <laughs> year? There you go. So now we'll ask. So, a lot of times from rally of the year has been difficult. Where yeah. it's like we go through everybody. We talk about where we're going with all this stuff. So, we got... Larkin, we got the Ruffy, we got the Diamond. Um, it's like, it's been difficult. Other years, it's been kind of like, boom, this one. Like, last year, Morelia of the Year was obviously the Owen Pelly Python. Because, yes. holy crap, it's an Owen Pelly Python. So, it's kind of stuff like that. So, I got a lot of people, are, I got two people saying Diamond Python. Three people Whoa. saying Diamond Python. So diamond. wow, Diamond, huh? Apparently, people right. really like that dark diamond. All right. Mm. Well, that is a cool shot. Uh, no, Moralia of the nope. year goes to the sickness. The sickness. The sickness. sickness. Yes. Moralia of the year is the sickness because the sickness. Is probably the only animal out of the out of the entire winners of the calendar that, when he was posted up in various forums, caused quite a bit of a stir. So it was absolutely ridiculous. So that means <laughs> that means that the ball year, python's getting in the cat in the calendar next year. <laughs> that, that means that next year I have to saddle you and Bill Stiegel. To yes. keep away ball pythons from the freaking calendar. <laughs> Come on, Bill. <laughs> I, should thought, I, should, I should have thought about this. 
I should have thought of it this way, uh, way before, <laughs> way before I entered in that. So that means Bill does get, uh, this, this, don't we give him a little thing that says Morelli of the Year, or we stop that? So. Yeah, I can't find somebody to do it. The people that I had do it, they kind of just Bill went out of business, I'm sure. That will be made in PowerPoint. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he can hang on his wall. Yeah. So it will be, uh, Bill definitely gets Morelli of the Year, so he can go ahead and brag all he wants with that. And that I assume that means the neonates out of the sickness have just gone up $300 more. So. <laughs> $300? This is high-end, bitch. 3000 <laughs> <laughs> We don't 3, do it hundreds. More. <laughs> we do thousands, man. <laughs> hundreds. That's... Oh. That's child's like play, man. Win, it's like having your horse win the Kentucky Derby. He's worth this much ten minutes ago, uh, and now he's worth this much. So that's there right. you go. So congrats to Bill. Well deserved. That animal is just just sick, man. Disgusting. Um, it's sick. It's, yeah. He just hatched that out too. Can you imagine that man I know. just hatching was, out an animal like that? It. First off, I love and hate chondros for that. That it hatches and it's a baby red, and it's a little bit darker than his brothers and sisters, so he keeps it. And it develops into that crazy thing. I love that, because it means no matter what, you can get crazy shit out of the babies you hatch. I hate that, because no matter what, you need crazy shit out of the babies you hatch. Good luck selling any of them. So, I mean, I, I would want to hold back the entire clutch until they developed. And I know people like Buddy Buscemi kind of do that a little bit, but sickness he's only, or the sickness is only like a couple of years old. So, I mean, how the hell do you hold on to an entire clutch of baby chondros until they're like a year, year and a half old? Even then, the color that might not develop fully. Imagine how pissed Bill would have been if he sold that thing, and then it just oh like... Oh, my God! Erupted into that. I mean... Oh. I'd quit. I'd sell all my snakes. I'd quit. I'd just be so yeah. pissed off with myself. So I mean, there's sometimes when you like let, uh, you know, let a, uh, you know, like a carpet that's maybe like a really nice jungle or something that got away and color it up real nice, and you thought it was not gonna, yeah. but that's a whole nother level, man. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, if you that, you got that thing is two green snakes different. and it produces that, you're like, what? Holy shit. I mean, and now I know that Bill knew that he was breeding for blue line and some other stuff, but it, that, that's not blue. I mean, there's, there's, there's some blue on him, but it's to, ha- to, to have that animal come out, no one expected that. No one expected him to develop like that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is the equivalent, in my opinion, of like out of my brettles hatching, out of my brittle babies this year, a white one hatching. That's pretty much what we're going for. It's, right. It's, so that the Condra people play that game, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so congrats to everybody that, that won. Um, and uh, thanks we'll to everybody for entering. And like I said, yes. I'll be contacting you within the week maybe a week or two weeks, I got to get with uh, Casey to get the uh, 
you know, everything together to get these printed out. Hopefully uh, turnaround time won't, won't be that long and uh, we'll have them out to you by sometime in December. Um, and I'm sure we'll have some for sale uh, that people we that will. are interested. And, and uh, they make great stocking stuffers and all that other crap. So you can go ahead and buy them. And, uh, you know, if you didn't get into the calendar this year, there's always next year. You know, animals are growing. You're getting some new animals. You're improving your camera skills. Go ahead. If you take some really nice pictures, hang on to them and then see how it rolls. Yeah. So. Yeah, there was, a, there was a few people that submitted pictures that way. They submitted the year before. And I definitely yeah. would uh, – I definitely Change would up, say that you would uh, – well, no. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, like, especially with the chondros, there's a lot like the shots we shared. I mean, there's some awesome shots in there. So, you know, you didn't win one year, maybe the following year you'll win, you know? Yeah. And it also means that as a judge, Bill won't be able to enter next year. So sickness will not be in the competition next year. So you people who may have gotten, you know, beat up by him this year in the chondro thing, just, plug on through to next year and you can go ahead and throw it in there. So yeah. of course that does not mean that the year following, he's not just going to make a repeat and blow everything out of the water after that, but you got a year <laughs> off. Oh man, this is like politics, man, because you know, we, we like Don't strategically paid it like house of cards <laughs> to get that, to get that Royal Python in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. the unfortunate part for you is I'm still breathing. So I will lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> it's almost like Jim if uh, his, his guy doesn't win, right? Tony, no, we're not even going to get into that. We're not even going to get into that. I've uh, to deal with that for months, all right? So, yeah, it's over. It's all over. It's all over. Right. Well, Owen, you anyway. had a – you had a, a pretty cool topic uh, that we're going to hit on for a while. Um, why don't you go ahead and uh, pose the question and we'll, we'll discuss. A little bit of a devastating topic. Now, we've yes. all talked, and I know we've talked about it on the show a few times, about what to do or would people, your family members, significant others, know what to do if something happened to you with your collection. You know, obviously, I've said it numerous times. My friend Andrew knows that if something happens to me, he takes over the collection and his sole purpose is to uh, maintain the collection until he can sell them, to which all the money goes back to my parents or whoever to settle up uh, any kind of outstanding debt or costs that have outlived me. Um, obviously, I imagine you'd be involved in that as well, uh, even if it means that you're just going to grab a couple animals that you really like and pay Andrew for it or whatever the hell. So there's right. all that stuff. So I've talked that out, and I realized that's an okay idea. But I have a friend of mine who is moving, and he has a pretty nice size collection. And and it kind of posed the question to me is, what if you're still around and you have to make the decisions of getting rid of your collection? What do you do? And it's a hard one. And it's one of those that I thought about it the other day where it's like, obviously, we all have lives outside of our snakes. And what if something has to come up where you have to pick up and move, let's say, across the country? And let's say you got the job or somebody offered you a job and they said, you need to know in a couple of weeks whether you're going to take this thing. Now, I, I thought about this a lot because my younger sister, she is a 
restaurant manager for a company mm-hmm. that has restaurants all over the country. And they mm-hmm. would call her on Monday and say, guess mm-hmm. what, by Friday you're on a plane and you're going to Colorado. And she lived out in L.A. And then she had to move everything to Colorado. Now, they shipped everything out there for her, but it was drop of a hat, got to go. And some people have that lifestyle. So when it comes down to it is what the hell do you do? So let's say work says you've got to make a decision by the end of the week whether you're going to take this job, and then you got two weeks to get out to where we need you. Now, in your, let's say it was you, your case, your wife will take care of the house and the dogs and stuff like that until you guys can sell your house and she can come join you and all other stuff. But what do you do with the snakes? Whew. Um, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a very difficult question for me to answer. I think I'd rather be dead and my collection go <laughs> that way. <laughs> Now, and, 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 and Terry is putting in on the um, uh, the chat that he just moved uh, from moved to South Carolina, and then I guess what did you say, back to Texas? Jeez. So he did the back and forth kind of deal. So now I'm not sure how large Terry's collection is, but I know he's got a you know pretty extensive one, and obviously that messes you up for a breeding season and stuff like that. And there's some people that will cart all their animals out there or. When you go and you're buying your new house, wherever the state you're going to be in, you take into account that your snakes are going to come with you. But what if that's not in the cards? Like, what if you can't do that? What if you got to go to someplace smaller or overseas or something like that? So now it comes to the collection's got to go. Well, you can't stick around to sell everybody. I think. I mean, for me personally, I have put in too much effort and too much time into putting together the collection I have. Um, Mm -hmm. I would probably get rid of some of the, you know, uh, I probably would sell off everything but the Morelia stuff before I would sell off the Morelia stuff. Um, Obviously, some of the stuff I could probably condense down, but I can't, I guess, and I guess for me now at this point in my life, I just can't yeah. imagine You're not, not working anywhere. with <laughs> snakes. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now. <That>. Um, <laughs> if, but I know you said you can't imagine working with snakes. And I know you and I were talking in the pre-show and I posed this mm-hmm. question to you and you were like, I drive over to your place. And I'm like, but then I threw, I threw it right back at you. It's like I can't house your entire collection in mine. So you'd have to freaking cherry pick through your entire collection of who do you sell immediately because you don't have time to sit here and wait to sell them. Who do you send to a friend's house on the off chance that when you get set up at your new place, they can mail it to you. And uh, like, and and, and that's, and that's it. I mean, and that's hard. I mean, obviously any neonate you're going to chuck out immediately. But then you start getting into your holdbacks. And, yeah, those are sucky to let go, but you probably end up letting those go. But then you start getting into your breeding adults and animals you've raised up and projects you've been building since the grandparents of these babies were babies themselves. That's what, starts, that's what I think is where you start getting into the problem. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, like, one of the things for me personally uh, when I was putting together my collection was that I wanted a representation of – um, carpets and bloodlines and different morphs and you know as it's pretty much and I say this a lot but the 
you know, the whole group type of deal, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I just, some of those animals are hard to really replace at this point for multitude of reasons. Um, I think of, uh, I mean, man, just in my IJs alone, I have 30 something IJs. So to like, you know, they're all specific for specific looks, traits, uh, bloodlines, that kind of thing. So to like, so all of a sudden just be like, Oh, okay. Well, this one can't come and that's got to go. I don't know, man. I would have a really, really hard time with that. So I probably would say, yeah. well, this, this was the thing that I said to you and you know, you sort of hit on this, but I said that I would just get, I would just give them to you, but mm-hmm. you would not be able to absorb. I said, <laughs> what did I say? Uh, EB Morelia just Ro- got absorbed by absorbed rogue reptiles. By rogue. <laughs> It's like, like the yeah, buyout. The hostile takeover, yeah. 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 The hostile uh, buyout. I I, th- I, th- I would hope that I could put those projects with people that uh, that I could that I could trust and that I knew that would, you know, either A, be able to take care of the project. Um, you know, I guess if I had to sell it, um, you know, I, I guess – at least I know would know where they are. I, I that's what I would try to do. You know? See, that's um, that's the kicker. It's like a lot of them. I would like if if I had to, I would pretty much drop off a bunch a bunch of different animals over your place. It's almost like I would give you the animals that I would want to get back immediately, right. or at least get their offspring back. So right. like the ruffies would be dropped off at your house. I mean, forget Sweet. everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You're like, yeah. so you want to get out of reptiles? So it's like, yeah, the reptiles <laughs> get dropped off in your place. And then right. maybe some of my higher-end animals, females, males, maybe not necessarily entire projects, but the ones that I would want to keep back, like anything from Echo, any of my super caramel jags, stuff that maybe you wouldn't even necessarily use, but you just hold on to it. And then if I got situated, I'd call you and you'd send it to me. Or if, right. even if it took me a couple of years to get back into it, when I call you, you'd send me like offspring or them back or whatever the hell, something like that. When it comes to other animals, it would be like, I'd want to send them to people who I knew wanted to have the same project I did or had their projects going in the same direction. Right. So it would be like, uh, anybody who I knew was working with caramels a lot. Uh, and then there are some animals that I would just send back to the original breeders. I mean, uh, I would send my green tree python right back to Buddy Buscemi. So, because I know Buddy would work with it. Buddy would use her. And if I called him when I got situated, Buddy would send me out some neos. So. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, well, we're talking about IJ. And, like, for me, for the IJs, I just latched onto them. But, um, you know, I, I could probably send some to Chris Salemi. Uh, but, again, mm-hmm. he's another guy. He's limited on space, you know. Um I could probably send That's something. That's what I think a lot of people use or think. I you mean, well, here's the thing: we we all we have all these wonderful lives in the reptile community that we tell ourselves, and they evolve as we get further in and we start learning different stuff. Like, there's always that one idiot who buys the gator at the reptile show who goes, "When it gets big, I'll sell it to a zoo." No zoo wants your alligator. I really hate to break it to you, not gonna freaking happen. So right. we all thought of that at one point that that was gospel, but it's not. So just right. like how I'll bring him all over to my buddy's place. Your buddy doesn't have the room. 
If your buddy had a completely empty reptile room, yeah, sure. And I even thought about it. If you brought over every single rack and cage you had, I still wouldn't be able to fit them all in here. So no. I don't like, we had to reconfigure my room to sandwich in as many racks and cages as we could. You'd still end up having to cut out more than half your collection. Yeah. And that's you what know, that, I think a lot of people, it stings. And it, 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 some things that people aren't necessarily prepared for. Changes happen. And, you know, you, unfortunately, and we're not all professional snake breeders. So you got to do what's best for you. And if it's abandoning this, the snake hobby for a while, it happens. People get out and in all the time. I think, I think for me personally, I, I did do that. Um, I did yeah. that, um, in my twenties, um, you know, I had a pretty, okay. So I can give, I can give two examples. So when I was young, I had, I had just a, a mismatch, mismatch of just different snakes and reptiles and stuff. Um, those I ended up selling off to my dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I, (laughs) he sold me his guitar for my snakes. So, I got a guitar. He got my snakes. Um, then his Your dad collection. Got a good deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then his collection just went out of control, and he kind of had like you know just I've talked about it before on the show, but I mean he had a huge collection of of venomous uh, animals, uh, cobras and gaboons and westerns and eastern diamondbacks and sidewinders and just. Uh, uh, tree vipers and all kinds of crazy shit, you know. Um, py- uh, he had Indian pythons, which you know, if he would have held on to those, it would be you worth would the money. You know what I mean? Right now, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. See, and that's the other thing is that, and, and uh, speaking of the, my friend Chris, who's been on the show, he used to help me out with Rogan stuff. He went in and out of reptiles at least two or three times. And there were always animals that he would show me pictures of from his previous collections that he wishes he kept, he wishes he still had. Right. He wishes he did this with this. And it's like, that's got to be, as much as you'd like to think you're going to get your collection back to where it was, you're not going to have the same individual animals. Even if you do get them back, they might not be operating the same way they did when you left them. Right. So, So, yeah, I mean, for me, again, um, so for my twenties, you know, I, I didn't keep snakes at all. I didn't keep any reptiles, right. you know, I was just into the band thing and, you know, music was my life. And I, I, I always still, you know, appreciated them and kind of, I didn't really watch what was going on because back when I was first getting into it, there was no, like, it wasn't the same as it is now. I mean, there wasn't morphs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, I mean, mm. they were just coming up on the radar, but it wasn't something that, I mean, you're talking about like these, this is like the late nineties or late eighties, early nineties. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, um, I don't know. You weren't born, right? Yeah. I was born in the late eighties. So yeah. I, I was just learning about what a turtle was probably when you were making these decisions. Right. So, so yeah. <laughs> when I got back into it and I found out that there was like, you know, morphs and stuff and like 
you know, all these crazy looks and, and all this kind of crazy things. It was like, what the hell happened? Um, mm-hmm. I got back in in my 30s, and I had gotten married, and, uh, you know, I built – so I, I guess in a way this kind of happened to me in a way. So I'll tell you my story and how kind of messed up it is and how you have to, you know, be ready to do this kind of stuff. Um, I had a big collection of Burmese pythons and, um, you know, that was my, my passion, if you will, at the time. And, uh, I kind of got back into them and that led me to sort of working with, again, I kind of put together this, you know, menagerie of different reptiles. Like, you know, how you go through that phase, you have mm-hmm. a corn snake, you have a Chinese water dragon, a bearded dragon, a Nile monitor, uh, a couple mm-hmm. of different kind of pythons, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Um, eventually kind of got rid of that stuff and just focused on Burmese pythons. Um, then I got the idea of wanting to, I think it was, there was an article in Reptiles Magazine, you know, that one that they do yearly, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So yeah, they had yeah. an they, yeah, they had an article in there on carpet pythons, and I saw a jungle carpet python. Well, I was just like, what the hell is that, you know? So I went and I, I purchased this uh, snake that I saw at a pet shop. I don't know. you remember the pet shop that was on Rising Sun Avenue? Did you ever go in there? I, I do, but I don't think I was ever in that one. Dude, my, my mom's place was two blocks away from Martin's Aquarium. So, yeah, so I you never went down there. Yeah, no, I never went down to the Rising Sun. No. Well, so. they had they had they used to get some pretty pretty cool stuff in there. Um, <laughs> I remember this is kind of messed up, but they're not in business anymore, so I can say it. So <laughs> when I was when I was first getting back into it, um, Burmese pythons apparently were illegal in Philadelphia. Okay, and the store was oh, in yeah. Philadelphia. They so what they so. so yeah so what they called them was <laughs> Malam. Mayamar pythons, Malamar pythons, Manamar. I I forget what the it's. It is a spot where they're from, but uh, yeah. What what was funny about it is I was like, what the hell is this? That looks just like a Burmese python. He's like, nope, these are (laughs) Manamar pythons. And I'm like, what the hell is a Manamar python? I'm like, I'm looking through books. I can't find what it. I'm just like, what the hell? You're you know, they did that so that they could still sell them and you know they weren't burmese pythons even though they still grow the yeah same, they, they no, still they were. grew <laughs> the same length so just like um i don't think you guys thought this one through but anyway anyway they had jungle carpet in there and you know i didn't know anything about lineage or anything like that i just bought this snake and i thought it was an awesome snake so i had the uh, built the reptile room the whole deal was all you know it was pretty awesome and then I ended up getting divorced. Uh, so, yeah, I had mm-hmm. to get my collection out of the house in a relatively short amount of time. Um, what what sort of sealed the deal for me with carpets is, is that I had to move the animals. The only spot that I could take them to was my parents' house. So I took them to my parents' house. I put them in their basement. Well, their basement is an unfinished yeah. basement. Um and it get pretty cold down there. Well, the Burmese pythons got respiratory infections. I had to treat them right. for the respiratory infections. 
Uh, I had uh, I had some short tail pythons. They ended up actually not making it um, because uh, they just keeled over and died. And um, I don't know what happened with them. <clears throat> but uh, carpets, dude, <laughs> they ate, dude. they shed. <laughs> as long as they had that hot spot, they were good, man. No they respiratory infection, yeah. nothing, you know. It's like getting down into the – it's probably maybe hit, I would say, maybe 60s and 50s at some points in the basement. And Dude, they mm-hmm. were rock solid. I was like perfect sheds, you know, everything out. Like Burmese pythons were giving me horrible sheds, and it was so hard to, like, you know, get the temperatures right and everything. And it just kind of got me out of those and uh, I had to rebuild, you know, and then I just started getting into mm-hmm. carpets and then I went from there. So it's kind of, kind of the, That's so awesome. I kind of went through that, but you know, it wasn't with my carpets. <laughs> I have not that. I mean, I came close to it when I, before I moved out here, uh-huh. I was living at my mom's, and I had built the collection up pretty nicely in the basement. And then I kind of decided that I wanted to be out of there before I turned, like, 30. So I was looking into places where I could go and move in, buy, rent, live, or whatever. And I was kind of toying with the ideas that I might have to get rid of the snakes in order to do it. And luckily, every place I kept applying to to rent to own or buy – they never got past zero. They always turned me down at the dog. I never even got to say that there were snakes involved in this as well. So that's honest God what led me to just buy the house outright and get the mortgage and, you know, do it my own way. And once I did that, there was no way the snakes were leaving. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'm kind of at the point now where I can't see myself ever being, I, I can't say never, never is never, but I mean, you it know. would have to be something pretty freaking crazy to move me at this point. I mean, yeah. um, I'm working uh, with Jim, and uh, we just hammered out the uh, the inheritance policy of the agency so that, you know, I would take over when Dad finally croaks, which will never happen. But um, so he um, – so it's like I'm not going anywhere, really. It would have to be something really kind of crazy to get me to uproot and up and upheave. But yeah. that's not necessarily saying that that would never happen. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes into the other thing is that what if you needed a ton of money immediately? Whew, that's what 401k is for, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Far uh, that. Yeah, just do it. yeah I, I don't um, know, man. I mean, that's so, kind of also come across my mind a little bit, especially when I'm, like, trying to justify throwing a really expensive animal, say, on a credit card. It's always like the, well, if it gets really underwater, you can just sell, like, a bunch of animals and call it a goddamn day and clear your debt out and then figure yourself out from there. But, you know, that's something that's been – dude, I work in insurance. This shit goes through my head all the goddamn time. So um, – <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things of like if you sat down and you really put dollar signs on every single animal cage computer system and supply that you had in your snake room, 
Wow. You'd be surprised how easy <clears throat> that dials up. Wow. Also makes I, you look def- sick because you spent that much money on that. I spent more than um, that, probably. You know. <laughs> with uh, depreciate, yeah, probably. Uh huh. So, yeah, no doubt. With market value depreciation, yep. So. So. But it, it, it's where it's out there. So. I guess I guess one of the things I don't know if other people have this, but um, I think one of the ideas that I got. Um, just from talking to people when you you know uh, and listening to different podcasts and stuff and people talking about uh them breeding snakes full time um i think i think for me that 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 bug has kind of gone away i think for me if i'm still doing this when i retire uh this will be something that i would do you know i i hear a lot of times that people are like they're at that age where they can retire and they're like, no, nah, I wouldn't know what I would do with myself. And I just want to kind of keep doing this just to, to, you know, keep, keep busy and whatnot, dude, that, that would be a no brainer. I would just breed snakes and it would be extra income type of deal and just retire. You know, that would be, oh, yeah. that would be awesome, you know, but doing it full time, I don't know. But one of the things that I took uh, from the guys that do that, is that to kind of have a little bit of a a nest egg, so to speak, what if an animal gets sick? What if uh, you have a – it always seems that these animals pop up right when you don't have the money. Uh, you know, it's like – Oh, my God, it does. <laughs> yes. You're looking for something forever. <laughs> and finally you filed it and two weeks before you just bought something else that maybe you were just, well, you know, uh, well, got, uh, case in point, case in point right here. Uh, I went to the show, went to the show the other day in Havre Grace, I'm walking around and some guy selling a bunch of morphs of black rat snake. So I bought a pair of Neo, um, baby white-sided black rat snakes because I wanted And now I'm being offered some of the pythons that are on my list of things that I need to get. And it's like, shit. Now, the black rat snakes were like 40 bucks for the pair. And these other pythons are not anywhere near $40. So it, it's kind of a drop in the bucket, but it still kind of pisses you off a little bit. Where it's like, that could have been $40 less I had to find today. So yeah. um, it's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And obviously these pythons are emerging, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I just put in a rodent order. Uh, I gotta sell a bunch of babies. I just bought a few babies wholesale. So it's like, God damn it! And you know, so it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's uh, it 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 just seems that I I know what's going to happen for me is that one day when Imbricata does become available, uh, you know, it'll be like three weeks before I buy some crazy thing. And then it's like, uh, I have no money for Imbricata. What the, what the hell, what the hell, you know, the hell did I just do? Yeah. 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 Um, but I don't know. I, so I, I try to keep a little bit of a, an emergency fund, so to speak, uh, so that yeah. I don't have to worry about that type of deal. That's just kind of for snakes. But uh, so I've gotten to the point. I, I was going to ask you this question: Are do you do you ever see yourself having a closed collection? You mean just not selling? 
No, no, no. A closed collection, like no more is coming in. You you have what you have, and that's it. I don't even know how you do that. I mean, it's like you can sit there and be like, no more is coming in, no more is coming in, but there's always going to be that one animal that's really cool that would do really well if added to your group, or you always want to get some new blood in there, or something new is across your thing. I mean, there's always got to be expansion for something. All right, but do you maybe – no new, no more, no new of a certain type, but no new across the board. I don't think so. I think like I, I don't, I don't think I need any more olive pythons. I mean, maybe <laughs> one day I'll add an albino, but I don't think I need ever any more olive pythons. I think once right. I get a male Timor python, I'm gonna not gonna need any more Timor pythons. So, I think uh, for me. Yeah, right. For me, I think that uh, I'm getting closer and closer to that, you know. Um, really? Each year, I sort of have a goal to what I want to uh, – what I hope to pick up for the following year. Um, mm-hmm. I think I try to try to keep an eye on, um, you know, what's going on and who's breeding what and who's going to have what I'm looking for and try to reach out to those people early try to get on the list or, you know, just uh, to tell them that I'm interested in, in, in the animal, that type of deal. Um, sometimes I don't end up, you know, things change or whatever, and you don't end up picking up the animal. And sometimes, um, right. usually when it comes to carpets, I'm pretty consistent with making sure that I get the animal that I want. Um, the, uh, uh-oh, getting an echo. The uh, As far as, like, uh, you know, other stuff, sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm kind of gung, uh, kind of, like, excited about it. And then, uh, you know, I think more and more about it. And I'm like, do I really want to add this or do I want to do that? Do, you know, I don't know. It yeah. seems that that for me, I, I, I've i noticed with myself that I'm better when I'm I'm focused on something rather than trying to expand and I'm sure that there's going to be some new carpet stuff that pops up. I'm sure of it. Uh, I'm sure that eventually some point, some of the stuff that they're working with in Australia will somehow end up here. I'm sure of that as well. Right. Uh, so I would add that. But jungles were the last, I mean, I'm almost at the point where it's like, well, what else do you add? You know? What else is there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of with you as far as like the you know my offshoot projects as far as Australian stuff goes. You know, I have my pair of olive pythons, I have my pair of Stimpsons, I have my pair of uh, Cape York Spotteds and Childrens, and you know, I, I think uh, I need like a, a couple. I need like a female Walma python, and you know, I'd like to add blackheads, and you know. That's then. That's kind of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, I don't I mean, know. That's kind of that's as far as I'd go. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I have my pair of Angolans and stuff. As far as chondros go, I'd like to add. I mean, if I could add anything, I would love to pick up a pair of Kofias. That would be pretty awesome. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. That's. It's something that I've been like, it seems like for me right now, my focus is more on uh, equipment and getting yeah. my room to where it's supposed to be rather than actual animals, if that makes sense. 
You know? It does. I mean, it really does. So, I mean, I, I, I said that before. It's like it's one of those where I, I, I see myself getting in a few more things, but there's never going to be a, a stoppage of the collection. Um, because there might be new soon, there might be different animals available. Things might shift. Would I eventually stop adding coastal carpet pythons? Yeah, but that is not any different than what I'm doing. I mean, do, am I not bringing in any more caramel blood? No, I'm not. I'm producing my own at this point. What the hell's the point? But sometimes I need to if an animal dies. So I'll never completely shut it off, but I do see a slowdown, uh, especially since I've gotten pretty much the animals I've gotten. Uh, I just pretty much have to pair up a lot of animals. i got to get some more chondros. i got to get a Timor. Um, I want to get some of the scrub projects fixed up and reworked. And uh, pretty much as far as I go currently, um, there's a few other things like rhinos, inlands, um, ring pythons, black-faced white lip. They're all on the list of stuff, but you know, right? Like I said, I would just do a pair of this. Maybe go as high as a trio, but that's pretty much as far as I go. So, right? Yep. Huh? Cool. 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 Um. Yeah, I mean, and then the other thing that you know, obviously we didn't do it this year, but you know, one of the other things mm-hmm. that to me at this point is like making my way over to Australia. I'd love to go to their yeah. uh, quote-unquote carpet fest type of deal thing that they do. Uh, man, that would be pretty freaking sweet to hang out with all those guys that would be, that would and be girls. Awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, that would be that's awesome. the ultimate carpet fest. Uh, speaking of carpet fest, we have to start thinking about a date, by the way. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We should do that. <laughs> coming up by we I mean coming up so. yes I'll take charge this year don't worry perfect <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I don't know what else what else you got you got any other uh, I, ins- insurance wise questions of, that <laughs> nuggets of horribility um, yeah. have you rewired your room with that new spider robotics thing yet I have I have, yes, I have. Um, I love it. Um, you can control the uh, heat and everything. Uh, so for those who don't know it, it's this unit that Spider Robotics uh, sells. And basically it's a, um, you plug it into a thermostat and you plug your space heater into the that into that. Um, or I should say it hooks up to a to an actual thermostat. Um, Lon uh, hooked me up with the unit that he uses, uh, which is a Wi-Fi one. So you get an app on your phone, and basically you can, um, you know, raise or lower the temperature. Uh, you can check on the temperature, uh, you know, and that's a huge. That's a huge relief, I guess, in a way, uh, when mm-hmm. you uh, when you're kind of like, uh, uh, well, 
And also you can program Why? It certain ones to you can program uh-huh. it depending on the time of month or what uh however or time of year, however long you want it to how cool you want it to get, how far you want it to drop down. So and it's funny because it's a thing that plugs into the wall and then you run three wires up to your thermostat that you control and then that's it. The thermostat runs off of a battery pack that's kind of part of the plug in. So you don't have to do anything else and that's it. And I am in the process of rewiring my room so that I can do this. I have electric baseboard heaters that are actually run up and plugged in directly. So I have to actually get up into my ceiling and find where they are attached and disconnect them and then put a plug on the end of it and then plug it into the wall. So I'm so, downgrading yeah, this... my snake room to upgrade my snake room. So <laughs> I'm going to share the uh, thermostat that I'm using. I got it on Amazon. Thank you. I was going to ask for that. Um, but the other cool thing is somebody shared this with me a while back. Oh, it's the light. Yeah. And it's, it controls the lights. Um, and basically it works the same way. It's kind of like you, uh, you can control the lights from your phone. Um, you know, if that's kind of your thing, um, it's, uh, I think at some point I'll, I'll invest in that. I did have these people that stopped by my house that were talking about adding like, um, uh, well, first they were talking about adding solar panels and then they were talking about adding, um, uh, like, um, uh, an alarm system into the, into my house. And, um, the one thing that they uh, had brought up is that you have like these, I guess a lot of people use it as like nanny cams and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. I thought about that. I thought that would be pretty cool if I could somehow, um, you know, have a live video feed of my room. Uh, that would be pretty sweet. I don't know. Have you ever thought about that? I've thought about it, but I wouldn't know what to do with it. Cause it's just like, if I had a, um, I had a camera. That, I know there's some people who are like, I have, a, I have a camera so I can watch what my snakes are doing. I'm like, I don't give a shit what they're doing. They're in their cage. Like, the only thing I would ever use a camera for is be like, all right, someone got out. Where did they go? And I would just start going around, walking around, and doing all this stuff. So um, it'd be one of those things where it would just be to track down the snake. I know there's some people who are like, I religiously watch my animal. And that's cool if you have the camera right in the snake room. And I also know that some people, especially with, it seems like every other week we're hearing about somebody getting their collection ripped off or a theft or this, uh, the other thing, um, you know, it might be prudent to have a camera. Uh, I thought about having cameras out in front of my house, but I think all they would do is maybe get me pictures of the guy as he's ransacking my house and stealing my snakes. So I don't know really how that would help too much, but. Right. I've thought about it, though. I mean, I've also thought about trying to apply to get an intern to clean all my snake cases. So, but I haven't done it. (laughs) How do you hook that deal up? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, That's what ends up stopping me. It's like, I don't know how to find a college kid that just wants to clean a bunch of snake cages for no money. So, (laughs) I had had it for a while. I had my cousin who's like, teach me about snakes. I'm like, excellent, clean my cages. So... That's the best way to learn, out. man. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Best way to learn. So. Um, yeah. 
That was, if, yeah, if you find one of them, let me know. I'll definitely uh, <laughs> try try to make that happen as well. Um, find me an intern. <laughs> the uh, I have to um, just on a side note, real quick. Uh, I just shared over in the uh, the chat. The uh, I, I put it up on the uh, Facebook page as well, but the link to that spider robotics thing that it's we were talking not about. Expensive. Oh, it's forty-four bucks it's or something. Expensive. It's forty-four bucks, and then the thermostat with the Wi-Fi is like eighty-five bucks, which is a hundred yeah. something bucks at the end of it. Holy crap! Yeah. No. Yeah, it's freaking brainer. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good for that self of, uh, you know. Yeah. In your mind, I'm being... I'm buying. I... It, 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 it now it's like what was it? Lon was adjusting his room when we were sitting in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's how it came up. He's like uh, looking at it. his room, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I ordered it right then the and there, man." Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't even oh, yeah. think about it. I'm so, like, done. Now I have I have two space heaters in my room. I have one that's the baseboard near the door, and then I have a standalone. I'm gonna uh-huh. start wiring it and just plug in the standalone, and then once I finally finish, I'll plug in the baseboard at the same time. So they'll both run off it. I check the ampage; it will take it. So I'm gonna have both parts of the room controlled by the thermostat. It's gonna be awesome. So okay. there's gonna be like there's gonna be like a hundred something foot extension cord that goes like from my space heater to like the wall, and then up the wall into the ceiling. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it's gonna look a little weird, but. It'll, right. it'll be done. By the time it's done, I'll have complete control of the entire room, and that's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of uh, – yeah, I'm, I, I know uh, I know Matt, he always talks about how he geeks out about reptile rooms and how people, you know, put it together and whatnot. And I'm, I guess I'm kind of at that stage, you know, uh, where I'm just trying to, like, make it – as as cool as possible um and mm-hmm. as a, as efficient i mean i thought i was uh i still have to get my stainless steel table in there i was like I oh this is so freaking cool table. yeah you know what's next on my list is i want a push cart like what matt has that i can like wheel around <laughs> my room and yeah. like clean babies on top of my little push cart and have like all uh-huh. my cleaning supplies on my little push cart and yep. i'd be like oh my god so that's what i want like it's gonna be weird because like my my brother's gonna ask me he's like what can hunt what can my nephew get me for Christmas I'm gonna be like a plastic janitorial cart and he's gonna be like, what the hell is wrong with you Yeah, so, Jim's making me clean the bathrooms now at the at the yeah, job I'm, so yeah, no <laughs> the problem is that my brother's gonna know exactly what it's for he's gonna be like you sick man so yeah yeah I mean come on uh, that's cool um. Uh, another thing I wanted to say before we, uh, get, uh, booted off, it was, um, John Battaglia put up a post, uh, uh, I guess it was at the, maybe late last week, early this week. I, I can't remember, but, uh, basically he said about, uh, he was, he was giving us some kudos for MoreliaPythonRadio.com and, uh, cool. the info that's on there, um, I've said before I'm kind of I'm kind of working up uh I, I hopefully I can get it done over our break <clears throat> and have it launch when we come back in January but uh to redo it and uh you know uh have a focus um 
uh, and finish some of the things that I wanted to do um, as far as, uh, you know, it being a resource for people to sort of, sort of look if they're getting into carpet pythons and I see it pop up a lot and I don't know if we promote it enough. Um, and I know that some stuff is sort of done. Other stuff is not, but you know, um, I think, uh, you know, I, I just try to make it, I think we, we, you know, we always called it like a, a hub into the world of Morelia. That way it kind of points you in which direction to go to the, to the right breeders and who is what and, you know, kind of now that MP is sort of, you know, uh, nobody really goes there anymore. Uh, this will yeah. sort of like, uh, sort of consolidates the info and, um, tries to, uh, at least steer you in the direction. Um, if you're, if you're curious about research and, um, carpets. Um, so, but for John to, uh, to give, give us kudos was you know i mean john is john's the gamma guy you know what i mean like he's he's a legend and as far as i'm concerned when it comes to carpet pythons he was like one of those guys that was just like oh my god he's he's john he's sloop you know what i mean like yeah uh, so makes it makes it really cool that they come out there like that so yeah definitely very cool so yeah I was excited about that. Um, let's see. What else? I don't know. I don't. Everybody. Uh... We're sorry that we're, 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 we're sorry we don't have more of a show to shelter you from uh, continuing election coverage. So <laughs> you may yeah. have to return to that. And we apologize. Yeah. So, no matter who you're voting for, we apologize for that. So, um, and uh yeah so well i got i got nothing else so i'd say maybe we should uh call it up and yeah see how it goes yeah that's fine so uh again congrats to everybody uh who won congrats to bill for moralia of the year um well deserved uh you know uh i get there's always next year like i said we'll get the we'll get it together um i guess I don't know how we're going to sell them. Like, I guess it's going to be off the website, I would imagine. Uh, but well, however we do, we do it, it off the website. And I also Facebook page. we've done it last year where people have done it from the Facebook page. People have even uh, PM'd you and myself, and we just tell them, you know, send a PayPal to this address along with your mailing address, and we'll mail it out to you. So if you do want to get a calendar, hold off. Don't dare start emailing us now. Wait until <laughs> we've got everything printed. And if we sell enough out of the first printing, we will have a second printing, which we're not going to grab 2 million of these things um, and then no. have like four people buy them. So, you know, that's what we'll do. So if you can't get it in the first print, make sure you let us know because we will have a second print. If not, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll everybody who wants one will get taken care of. That's how it goes. Uh, prices, I don't remember what we've sold them for in the past, though. Well, again, I gotta, I gotta work that out with Casey to find, I can't remember what he quoted me, uh, but right. I remember they were pretty, pretty, pretty reasonable. So actually, I think the price would probably come down. Um, right. I tried to like tack in the shipping. So it's just one price type of deal. We're not looking to right. make any money from, I mean, the idea is not making any money. Uh, no, no, we're trying to. 
pay for the printing of the calendar and such. So yeah, and then it'd be yeah. about two two hundred dollars for a calendar. I think that I think that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's got the sickness in yeah. it, man. We'll have to get it Bill does. to like I mean, sign a few of them. You know what I mean? And oh like... <laughs> God! Oh my God! Yeah. Sign copies of the calendar. sickness. Oh, oh, how, oh, my God. I'm going to keep them all. That's an idea. What I'm going to do no, is <laughs> hopefully we can get people to sign it, that one, and then we can auction it off at Carpet Fest. Yeah, whatever. We'll have to, we I'll have to, have to mail it I, all I around the country. we have to sign it. Yeah, we have to sign it, too, at some point, don't we? I think so, I guess. I don't know. I uh, but so. yeah. it would be cool. Yeah, whatever. That would be a cool whatever. uh Thingy. little mem- memorabilia type of deal but uh yeah uh so i don't have a guest lined up necessarily for next week i got a couple people i'm working on hopefully we can get it get it going we only have a few more shows left for the year um and uh i know that coming back hopefully it's when we come back we're gonna have a couple people have some pretty cool uh, things that they want to come on and talk about as far as, uh, I think, uh, I think, I think people will, will, will dig this. Um, I'll give you a preview after the show, Owen, of what I'm talking about. All but, right. Um, I think, I, I think it's, before all you guys, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> going to be pretty cool. So, uh, I'll be watching for that. Um, so yeah. So, uh, our website, MoreliaPythonRadio.com. I'm going to post up all the uh, winners' pictures so you can see them um, over there on the uh, the blog post thing. Um, and uh, I'll throw the links to the stuff that we were talking about on the show over there as well. So if you're interested in checking it out, you can. Um, so it's uh, MoreliaPythonRadio.com. If you want to get in contact with us, our email is info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com. We're on Facebook, our Facebook page, Morelia Python Radio. Uh, We're on Twitter as well. Uh, So you can follow us on any of those. Uh, Our blog talk slash MoreliaPythonRadio.com is where you can, I guess you can download the show from there. Um, or subscribe to us on iTunes. It's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, as far as myself, ebmorelia.com, uh, and my email is eric at ebmorelia.com. I sent out my last shipment today, um, and I'm probably going to be shut down for the rest of the year. So I am headed there myself awfully soon. So, yeah. So perhaps at the Hamburg show, maybe if you're looking for something, I don't know, I can, I can do it. But, uh, that more other than that, I'm just going to, uh, be shutting it down. So, um, so yeah, I'm also EB Morelia is on Facebook. Uh, I am on Instagram and I'm on Twitter. So that's all I got. Cool. All right. What I got is you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. I am in the process of taking a ton of baby pictures. We're going to have about 20 to 25 brand-new animals thrown up for sale. We're talking tigers, uh, Peterson line stripes, red tigers, uh, high-contrast Queensland 
and Highcon Queensland Jag. So they're all going to go up very soon, and they'll be up for sale. Uh, the next show I got is I'm going to be attending the Oaks show this Saturday in Oaks, Pennsylvania. I won't be vending. Uh, and then I might be at the New Jersey Reef show uh, this Saturday as well. I might be. not sure yet. Um, so I can deliver babies to those. Uh, also, there is a White Plains show hanging around there somewhere. I don't know where. So I'm going to be going to that one as well. And the December 3rd Hamburg show is the next show that we will be vending at. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be shutting down and shipping myself as well. So if you have any animals that you wish to purchase, that's fine. We'll have to check the weather. Uh, I will not ship out for certain temperatures and certain reasons. Uh, or I will, but I won't guarantee live arrival, which means you don't want me to. So there's that. Um, other than that, keep an eye out on the breeding diary that we have on rogue-reptiles.com. We're updating the website as we move, and all the breeding pairs for the 2017 season are up and listed. If you're interested in any pair or want to get on any list for pairs, simply email me through the website, and we'll get you hooked up. Uh, that's all I got, and that's all we got for you guys all tonight. So what we'll say is thank you all for listening. We're going to catch you all back next year, uh, next week here for some more Morelia Python radio. Good night.